for just the second time in the history of this rivalry, the Sharks come out and win a game in Vegas in regulation. We'll talk about this comeback in the third period. They score four goals in the third period. Where did that come from? And a lot more right now on a victorious edition of Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, everyone. It is November 15th, 2022, and the San Jose Sharks are victorious in Vegas tonight. They beat the Golden Knights 5-2. Not quite exactly how this game went to go, but hey, you take the win, and it's the Sharks' third straight win, and we welcome you to Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive post game for your San Jose Sharks. And if you want to be part of the show, here's how you do it. Join the conversation and chat with us and fellow Sharks fans all over the world in Sharks territory on the YouTube page or the app. And of course, follow us on the social Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, SoundClouds, you name it, you love it, and find everything at tealtownusa.com. With that, I'm going to say hello to Mr. Ian Reed, my friend. How are you doing after this one? Great. I mean, anytime the Sharks beat Vegas, I'm always up for the Sharks beating Vegas. Um, I know, oh no, what about the tank? They've won three in a row, blah, blah, blah. But it's Vegas, man. Like, again, you got to enjoy the little things in life. And this is something that I'm going to enjoy quite yeah. a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they look, they've been looking really promising over... The this entire road trip and to go three and one on on the road trip uh is speaks volumes um to this team i mean uh they've played very well and uh you know vegas is one of those teams that you know looks like they're back to being a cup contender but the sharks come into town and and uh what a third period yeah, I mean, the Sharks just, I think they just frankly outworked the Golden Knights in the third period, and um, it worked to their advantage. I think that some teams are obviously going to take this team lighter than others. I think Vegas probably thought that they, you know, they just had to put a few more pucks on net and they would walk out winners of this game. And unfortunately, it went the other way around. Yeah. For them, not unfortunately, for us. Well, great for us. Great for us. Great for us. I mean, it got, you know, uh, I'll be honest, the first period was kind of a little um, a yawner. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't wasn't exactly the the best first period, the most entertaining first period. I probably would have wanted to go back to Cirque du Soleil or something, but then uh, freaking Jack Eichel gets his 10th of the season with like 3.9 seconds left, and you're thinking, Ian, oh no, here we go again. Another goal in the last minute of a period. I think it's their 12th, if I'm not mistaken. Something stupid, yeah. And, uh, you know, you're like thinking, oh man. And and they didn't look too bad in the first period. It just didn't seem like there were like massively high quality scoring chances. 
No, I thought I thought Vegas um, Vegas had the more quality opportunities. I thought Reimer was really good this game, um, but like you give Jack Eichel uh, that position on the ice, and um, he's going to bury a lot. I'm I like I don't like the Vegas Golden Knights, but I do like Jack Eichel, and I think Jack Eichel has been horribly maligned through a lot of his career for stuff that just really wasn't his fault. And I know when he went to Vegas last year, things didn't exactly go the way he wanted to coming back from that surgery. And obviously the Vegas Golden Knights missed the playoffs, but, uh, and a lot of people kind of just, you know, Oh, it's all Jack Eichel's fault. Cause Jack Eichel's a bum. No, Jack Eichel's great. Uh, he looks pretty good. He looks pretty, uh, solid already with, uh, with his 10th of the season, I mean, what what is he trying to be, Eric Carlson or something? I mean, come on. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, just he's been he's been really good this year. And like like I said, I'm just I'm, I'm just I'm happy for him because I think he's a really good player. I think he doesn't get nearly enough credit for how good he actually is. So I'm glad to see that he's kind of finally having things kind of go his way. Yeah, and it's nice to see and to have everything that he went through last season, that's got to be tough. Um, yeah. So six taps to him, but not the team. Uh, they, right. Uh, Fuck the Golden Knights, but damn right. Yeah. Jack, go. Yeah. Uh, up one nothing after one period. Then the Sharks would come back in there. I thought Vegas kind of had the control for it a little bit, but then Luke Cunning gets a shot and like he's literally doing the follow through. He gets his own rebound to tie the game up at at one apiece and uh i i I don't know what it is there are moments where i i just really like this pickup um i i wonder if you'd be in the minority there Uh, yeah look uh, i mean it was it was definitely a nice goal um just kind of gripped it and ripped it um i don't i i'm not super i'm not a big luke cunning guy to be completely honest i think the problem is with this team, right, is they just have a lot of guys that fit the same role. And I just don't think I think they brought him in because they were hoping that he would be a good, you know, top two line guy. And I don't really think he's been that. I think he's been more of a bottom six guy. Um, you know, I, I, I mean, he's doing better than Lindblom. I think the Lindblom thing has oh, been a complete boy. disaster. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I'm not a big Luke Cunning guy. I don't like what they gave up to get him. Um, and I just, like I said, I just think he falls into that category of just guys that are just, they have a lot of these guys that just are low bottom of the lineup guys, but they just have so many of them. Yeah. Uh, and I'm with you. I think I was a little more high on Cunning, you know, during the preseason and early on. Um, I think you could slow your roll a little bit with him, but nice to see the get a contribution there uh, with you know Carlson and Sturm getting assists. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you, you know, uh, like like Matt M is saying, you know, guy factory guy. <laughs> yeah, yes, guys from the guy factory. Uh, you know, and, and yeah, totally. Uh, like I think he had a good game tonight, but I just like I. Overall, I'm just kind of mad on him. Yeah, and 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 then uh, later in the period, 
the guy I wish I could waste waste no more time on, Jonathan Marcheseau, Mucho Salto, <laughs> as, as we like to call him around here. Um, dude, I mean, stick to with the freaking snipe. Uh, yeah. I, I, Reimer can't stop that one. I mean, my goodness. Uh, he gives Vegas a 2-1 lead going into the second intermission, and it's like, oh, boy. Here we go again. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, what was it on here? I think... Uh, Matt M, you said it. Uh, I love how Marcheseau said during his second period intermission interview that they're the better team and should win. Karma's a yeah. bitch, Marcheseau. Yep. You just can't keep your mouth shut. <laughs> My God, like seriously, you're great. You, you're you're a good goal scorer. Just shut the f- up. Oh man. He just drives me freaking nuts. Sorry, it's just like, but you know, bulletin board material. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, sometimes that stuff can can work to your advantage, but other times it's kind of just bulletin board material, and it pisses other people off. And you know, good on him again. Yeah. I, fuck the Golden Knights, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then the third period, you know, early on, uh, Magna takes a hooking call, and the Sharks get out of that. Uh, they look like they're getting some good chances in there. And then, you know, around like the 14-minute mark, Nico Sturm takes takes a penalty because Zach Whitecloud lifts his stick and it just happens to go right into Paul Cotter's face. Yeah. And it, yeah. I'm, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I don't really have much. I, I, I don't really have much data. Uh, like, it's, it's one of those penalties where it's like, oh, my god please do not score on this they get them they gave themselves a power play and then they and then just duh. and of course they get out of the penalty and not you know not even a few seconds after nico Sturm gets out of the box riley smith takes a tripping call and then the 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 seas parted the Bellagio fountain ignites. I, I whatever you want to call it. The Sharks score three. The jerseys glowed. There you go. <laughs> oh, good job, Ian. Very nice. Timo Meyer gets a gets a nice feed. He puts it in, which would be eventually the game winning goal to make yep. it three two. You'd add two empty nerves from Logan Couture and Mario Ferraro. And all around, you know, a, a pretty solid night for the Sharks, you know, with, yeah. with, with, uh, you know, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't like overly ugly, but it got the job done. I, thought, I, I mean, I, as far as games go this year, like I thought this was, this was a pretty good game for the Sharks top to bottom. Like they don't think they were objectively terrible at any point in the game. Um, James Reimer, gave them enough to get things done. Like I, I think if you're, if you're Quinn, you're probably pretty happy with the effort tonight. I I thought it was one of their better games of the season, top to bottom. Like I don't think they've definitely, they've played worse games and they played more uneven games. But um, to like tonight, I thought they played really well. I thought they outworked the golden Knights in the third. Um, And again, like there wasn't really any, point in the game where i was like oh well you know vegas is just running away with this one like i never you know they were kind of in it the whole time yeah and, and you know they were in it with the first game in san jose 
mm-hmm. and then Vegas just kind of went off in the third period there. Now the Sharks kind of do it back. Uh, you know, Meyer, I think he entered tonight. Let me look at my notes here. You know, Meyer entered tonight seven points within his last five games. He gets a the game winner. He attacks on that streak. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the last time the Sharks won in regulation in Vegas was January 10th, 2019. Right. Jonas Donskoy had the game winning goal. I think that was his final regular season goal for the sh- with the Sharks. Wow. Yeah. That feels like forever ago, doesn't it? Right. It's only like getting close to four years, but man, that seems. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It seems forever. Uh, this is Vegas's first loss after tied or leading after the first period. They they had twelve wins uh, prior to that. I mean, I mean, Vegas has just been such a freaking juggernaut. Yeah, they've early. been on a they've been on a tear. Um, I know, like this is their this is their second loss in a row. But I mean, before that, they were just ripping off wins. So. I mean, they won, I think, eight straight before that, eight, nine straight before um, they started uh, this losing streak. So I think maybe the Sharks got them at a good time. You know, maybe put it, should have put in Aiden Hill, you know, to kind of give them the revenge game or, or sorts. But uh, Logan Thompson's been phenomenal for Vegas as well this year. Yeah, Logan Thompson. I, 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 I've been a believer in Logan Thompson. I thought... Logan Thompson should have been the guy they went to last year instead of like doing things like Laurent Brassois or whatever they did last year. Who was Brassois? Yeah, Brassois. Yeah. Um, and it's just like so. I, I so I like him. Like I, I like um, I like Logan Thompson. Obviously, the it was a big gamble coming into the season. Obviously, because the, he didn't really have much of a um of a track record in the NHL. So it's always tough to say like how that's going to go, but I think he's done really well. Aiden Hill's done really well for the, the golden Knights this year, um, which surprised me. I didn't think that that was going to be a thing, but <laughs> um, you know, it is nice to play behind when, and what it isn't in my opinion, the best blue line in the Pacific. I mean, that definitely helps. Um, but, but yeah, no, Logan Thompson, um, I thought Logan Thompson, he was good tonight too. Uh, I don't think like, it's not Logan Thompson's fault. They lost. I think they just got outworked. Just in that third period, they just came in that, that big wave and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, just, uh, what were the shots in the third? I'm just curious. Yeah. The Sharks outshot him 11 to six in the third, 23 to 15 in the final 40. Um, yeah, I mean. Something else, uh, you know, for the Sharks and good on them because, uh, you know, now you've won three in a row and, well, AJ kind of killed my thunder, but uh, now that they've won three in a row, folks, the Sharks are currently one point out of a wild card spot. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh my but, God, what? But, 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 but. They have also played two to three more games than everyone ahead of them. Exactly. Now, I mean, yes, you can be excited about this. And absolutely, it's Vegas. So, you know, screw Vegas for all you want. I still have, I'm, I'm smiling too much. It just seems like it's it's great. But here we are thinking, you know, what, what two weeks ago we were thinking, oh, when do, when do we start doing Tankathon? Uh, and now, 
you know, um, th- you you could still do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I mean, they they are coming on. They are they have started to pick things up, and and again, like I've mentioned to you before, uh, post game, mm-hmm. it's not like they've been like beating other teams that are just horrible. It's not like they played Vancouver or or Arizona or or Chicago or anybody right. that's in the bottom of the Western Conference. They beat New York. They beat mm-hmm. they beat a hot Philadelphia team. They mm-hmm. Yeah, at they, the time they're hot, yeah. They beat Toronto and mm-hmm. now you, you beat Dallas, Minnesota, and Vegas, three teams that are supposed to be uh playoff contenders. Yeah, I mean Vegas is like still tops in the Pacific. I think they're second best team in the league right now. Um, so I mean, like again, yeah. So you're and look, you're going to beat good teams sometimes. Like that's just the way the NHL is. Um, I, I I didn't think again. Like there's the one thing that I always had pause with when it when you were looking at this team was that I think that they're good enough to hang around in some games. I still like I'm not. I'm not buying any of this playoff nonsense. I, oh, I think it's a mirage. And I think that when it's all said and done, they're still going to be one of the worst teams in the league. But um, I just, the Sharks don't look like a team trying to actively get worse. And I think that's where my concern has always been, right? Because if you look at a team uh, like the Coyotes or the Ducks, like there's ways that they can make their team objectively worse. Um, the sharks, they could do that down the road, but I don't think they're, they're not going to do it right now. Like, I don't think they're going to trade James Reimer anytime soon. Like come the deadline, I'm sure guys will get moved out because that's what happens at the deadline. But, um, other teams, like if, you know, if someone has some space or whatever and, you know, might need a goalie, like, are you going to call for James Reimer? You might call for John Gibson. Like there's, there's options out there. So, I, I think that's the one thing that always gave me pause about this team. I think like again, I think they're um I don't like like they've been playing really good. I wanna see what happens when some of these guys cool off. That's yeah. that's the thing, right? Because I think, you know, scores by nature are streaky, so I wanna see what happens when like the offense kind of dries up again. Yeah. Uh I mean that that was such a rough stretch for Meyer and and definitely for Hurdle and now Hurdle has really come on. Yeah, Hurdle's bit. on fire. Meyer's on fire. Um, like Carlson still, I think Carlson still continues to play really well for this team. I think he's definitely been like a net positive for the team this season, and I think there's lots of metrics that would bear that out. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Noel in the chat. <laughs> Carlson must now fall in every game to keep the winning streak going. Yeah, I'd probably throw those <laughs> like skates into the end at this point. <laughs> like, oh boy, it, it, you you know he you would lose it if 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 that puck goes in. You know, uh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd throw those skates in the ocean. Yeah, just get some new pairs. EK, you've had <laughs> you've had a hell of a run so far. Keep it going, uh, my fellow Eric. Uh, to uh, <laughs> man, it's like just yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it, it is what it is, man. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the Sharks win this one. You know, five to two. 
feeling good about themselves. You have a lot of these these guys that are supposed to be here helping out with goals. Meyer, Couture, you know, Hurdle with with uh, an assist. Bear Bonoff and Carlson with a pair of assists. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Reimer with like a nine twenty three save percentage. Uh, I mean, you should be feeling good. I mean, this team is is. Yeah, I think the only thing I think if you're like the Sharks management, I think the one thing that you're probably a little bit frustrated by right now is that Reimer continues to be the number one with by a large margin. I think that would be if I'm Mike Greer, I'm probably concerned about that. But I mean, other than that, like you said, like a lot of the guys that are hot right now, like you, those are the guys you want to be hot. Those are the guys that are are making the money. And obviously, Timo Meyer has a big contract coming up. And, you know, after um, I think after early on in the season, when everyone's like, oh, he's not going to make any money or like no one's going to pay him. Like, no, someone will pay him. And this is why, because he will be fine. Yeah. Uh, let's get to some of the comments from the locker room. Uh, sure. David Quinn. Nieto really compliments Couture and Barabanov. Okay. Sure. Sure. Sure, Jan. Yeah. Uh, you don't just throw your three best guys together. You need guys that work with each other. Okay. I mean, that's a, yeah, sure. Jan. I, I don't know. It's a sure. Jan where's, where's, Le, where's LeBang playing now? Is this, he, has he been dropped into the nether regions again? Or is he still playing with Meyer and Hurdle? Uh, I think he's still playing with Meyer and Hurdle. Oh, had, that's good then. had the, um, had the goalpost hit in the third period where he just like, again, parting of the sea wide open there. Uh, Quinn goes on. We've been gaining confidence. There was some belief that, that wasn't there early on. The confidence is growing. Yeah. Definitely you've seen that a lot, uh, especially on this road trip. Uh, Timo Meyer, some guys have been around longer, but if don't think it's a rivalry, we don't really care. Hmm. Interesting. Um, uh, obviously, this is a tough building. It's the end of a road trip. We faced them a lot. It was a hard game, but it was, a, it was great to get this win. Um, I mean, it's hard, right? When you're like, when your team's in two different places, um, like, I, I, I mean, there's probably people on these teams that absolutely despise each other, but it's hard to get really worked up about a game like this when you're in two different, like, especially if you're the Golden Knights, right? Like, the Sharks aren't going to be in the playoffs. Like, you're not going to have another, we're not going to have another Vegas uh, Sharks playoff series, so... We're kind of beneath them at this point. <laughs> I mean, it, it's that was a memorable series, but I mean, yeah. I mean, the, if, the, if they were to make the playoffs, and we're being super hypothetical here, you know, our their butts would be handed in the platter to Vegas. What's you what's, would think, but I mean, but then again, it's the playoffs. Anything can happen. Playoffs. Yeah, I mean, we've we've watched we've we've watched. Weird things happen in the playoffs. You watched a really bad team go to a Stanley Cup final. Uh, which wait, which team are you talking about? Uh, that would be the one from Montreal. Oh, that's right. Okay, I, I wasn't sure. Were you were you were you talking Sharks? Were you were you talking how St. Louis came out of the last play? I mean, it, it basically no, goes no, to no. show anything can no, happen. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, yeah, like playoffs are. I, hypothetically speaking yes i think if the sharks were to hypothetically meet the golden knights in the playoffs and they didn't make any changes at the deadline because they were in the playoffs like 
do the, do the Golden Knights probably win that series? Yeah. Could the Sharks upset them? Of course they could. Yeah. We Playoffs are weird sometimes. Like sometimes teams get upset. Uh, ask a team in Detroit. <laughs> ask a team in St. Louis in 2000. Uh, yeah. Anything is possible. Uh, yeah. Like it's just, I mean, but like, I don't know. I, I just think playoff talks is dumb. So let's not do it. Uh, okay. All right. My, my bad. My bad. Uh, we, we've had to earn this confidence. We didn't have much early on. We're learning how to close out games. We're finding ways to win. Uh, that's from Timo Meyer on this one. Yeah, you're not blowing leads. I mean, how many times? Yeah, like they're, they're playing pretty well. Like all things considered, like I'm not going to take anything away from them. They've, they've played really well. Um, and like I said, and they've got a bunch of guys who seem to be filling the net right now. I Like I said, I just want to see what happens when that starts. Yeah, well, you find other ways to win, you know, like you were early on when Sturm and Sveshnikov were your go-to goal scorers when everything was dried up. Uh, yeah. Uh, to the newcomer, Nick Chichek, who made his NHL debut, who, let's be honest, he had a little bit of a tough time on those on those two goals, but uh, the whole room came up to me after the first and let me know mistakes happen, won't be the first or the last. Yeah, I mean, guy's playing in his first NHL game. Um, obviously, there's going to be some nerves. And, and look at again, you're playing against a very good offensive team in the Vegas Golden Knights. There's a lot of guys on there that can hurt you really, really badly. Um, so obviously, you know, it's good that the team kind of rallied around him like that. And it's it's good for him. It's a good experience for him, I think. I mean, I, C-Check's an interesting guy because I wouldn't have been my call up, but... I did call it like when people are asking me who was coming up, I said it was going to be C-Check. Um, I Sharks Twitter loves C-Check for some reason. I don't see it. I don't know. To me, he's the guy from the guy factory, but um, I I don't know. I, I just, whatever it is, everyone sees, I don't see it. So. Uh, and he went on to say this experience was pretty wild. Nerves definitely, or were definitely up and yeah, I mean, uh, unexpected call up, and of course, I, I still don't understand how how you know Shimmick is out, and uh, I can't think of the Minnesota player gets nothing for a hit to the head. Um, yeah, I'd have to go back and look at it again. I mean, I didn't like it. Um, probably should have warranted some discipline, but. Um, I don't have it fresh in my memory enough to really comment. I, 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 it's funny because I've like every time everyone asks, I like go find the tweet where we have the gif of it. So you think I'd probably see the gif a hundred times, but I can't. I just can't bring it up in my brain right now. To um, I probably yeah probably it was a head hit. I remember that much. So probably should have been something even even just a fine. But um, you know the wheel of justice spinny spinny spinny, and you never know where it's gonna land. I think well, with that one suspension preseason, and I think that's pretty much all the Sharks have gotten from the Department of Player Safety over the years, and it just <laughs> mind blown. But, you know, I digress. Uh, we'll finish up with uh, Matt Nieto uh, saying the only way we'll have success is as a team. When we get secondary contributions, we're going to do well. Give your... 110%, 100% of the time. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get pucks in deep. Work hard in the corners. You know the drill. 
Oh, boy. And, and Kurt Price from Let's Go Blues Radio, by the way, hope you have your chocolate milk ready. Um, uh, yo, boys, nice job knocking off the nights. Everyone loves it when Vegas loses. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean everyone loves everyone loves the Vegas loss. That's the one thing that the it's the one unifying thing around the league. Yeah, <laughs> go figure. I mean Seattle's in a playoff spot right now, and I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of rooting for them to get in there. I mean that'd be awesome uh, for them to pull that off. Uh, but Sharks win five two over the Vegas Golden Knights. Contributions everywhere. A four goal third period. James Reimer been solid. Uh, I mean, does he get the start Thursday? Do you just keep rolling with him? I would. He's like, he's been so good. I I would just again, like it's one of those things where I don't feel like they need to keep the rotating door going in net. I feel like if James Reimer is, I think James Reimer has clearly established himself as the number one goalie for this team again. Um, and until that changes, until he somehow plays himself out of that spot or, you know, um, heaven forbid has, you know, a bumper or bruise or something where you have to go back to Cockenham. But right now I would just keep playing. Like I would just keep doing what's working because clearly it's working. You know, I mean, the tank people won't be happy to hear that, but that's not, you know, the, the locker room doesn't, they, they don't prescribe to tank nation. They just want to win games. So I think if you're David Quinn, you have to keep doing what's working and, I think that's what's working. So that's what you do. Yeah. And the, the, the big thing that, you know, sharks three in a row, you know, mm-hmm. it's just. Like, yeah. And, I, and, I don't and, like, you don't, you don't screw with it. No, no, you, you don't. And you just keep rolling with it. And, and for shiggles, I, I just did tankathon. And of course the first time I do it after all, everything's been refreshed. Sharks won the first pick overall anyways. So. And there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the dream's alive, folks. The dream's alive. We could talk about, oh, they're one point out of a playoff spot. At the same time, they can win the number one overall pick. I mean, fun must be always, isn't it? It's what Tomas Hurdle was talking about, right? So uh, so th- that's that's closes the book on this one for sure. Uh, briefly. I mean, I know we kind of discussed it in our in our DMs, but you know, Pierre LeBrun talking about, oh, oh, hello, Kitty. <laughs> She's just a menace on my desk. Yeah. She just goes and she just bats things around. It's she's a menace. <sighs> it, it's a tradition on 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 this YouTube channel that we have cats, you know, flowing, you know, going all around our desks for it. Uh, but uh, getting back to what what Pierre Lebrun said in insider training, training, mm, trading. I, I mean, really? I mean, first off, Eric Carlson hasn't full no move. So he ha- he dictates where he's going. Secondly, um, aren't you kind of listening in on offers for anyone anyways? Yeah, I, I think this is a big nothing burger of a story. I don't think, I mean, people are going to read into this whatever they want. I'm not going to try and tell you otherwise. I think this is a big nothing burger of a story. I don't think that, I I don't, I just, I don't think, like, I'll believe Eric Carlson's getting traded when he gets traded. 
Like, I just, I don't, I don't buy it for a second. I think that, you know, like I said, people are going to read into it what they want. You know, the, the people that are super mad that he's playing good are going to be like, oh, he wants out. It's so clear he wants out. Like, you know, and, you know, he's looking, the sharks are doing good and he's going to fuck it all up. Um, you know, like, again, so people are going to are, are going to read into this what they want to read into it. And I'm not going to fight with them on it. I don't think it's a story. I think, you know, like I said, if Eric Carlson gets traded, then I will believe it then. But until then, like he's got a full no move clause. Um, he makes eleven and half million dollars a season. Um, and, you know, like, yes, he's he's been really good this year. But at the same time, like that's a lot of money to type in a player who has also missed a lot of hockey over the, the the first part of this contract, which I think is also fair to say. So as good as he's been right now, like I'm sure some teams might be interested, but I just, I can't imagine like how much, like how much cap the sharks would have to eat to make that work. Right. I mean, after this right. season, it's what, four more years, four more years. Like it's, you know, at some point, like I, you don't want dead cap forever. Like, so I don't know. Like, I think it's, I think this is a nothing story. I think it's people are going to, like I said, people are going to read into it what they want as far as like, Oh, does he want out? Is the, you know, is Mike Greer really going to do this, whatever. But at the end of the day, Eric Carlson decides where Eric Carlson goes and that's going to limit your options. And again, I just, I don't think that, a team is probably going to give the price that the Sharks are probably going to want for Eric Carlson, especially if you're taking salary. You're not just going to you're not going to take salary and then not make make sure that's a super sweet deal for you. I mean, you might if you're Mike Greer, but that's not smart do, management to me. Do you, do you think Greer's like itching to make a make a move? I mean, granted, no. this team has won three in a row and. Is looks like no, I, I think I think like you said, like I think he's listening. I think he's trying to take stock of what's going on in the organization. I think that like but I don't think like I feel like if the sharks were looking to make moves, I don't think they're yeah, he's not gonna add. I don't think you add to this team. Uh, well, definitely not right now. I mean, it's still too early. You you put yourself be you know not to use the cliche, put yourself behind an eight ball there, mm-hmm. you know, early on. Um, you know, it's nice to see that this team has improved, but I don't think you. But you, yeah, but you're like, you're not going to be like, oh, we won three games in a row. And we beat Vegas. It's time to go by. It's time to get William Nylander out of Toronto. Right. Yeah. You it's, time to, it's time to go and, you know, get all the players. <laughs> I'm, you know, we're going streaking. It's, it's everything's fixed. <laughs> No, I don't know. I don't think Micro is itching to make a move. I think he's just going to patiently walk. Look, there's not a whole lot he can do either, right? Like, I just, I don't think there's a whole lot. Like, he's got, doesn't have a ton of cap space to work with. He, you know, the Sharks have 49 contracts. So, like, there's, I just, I don't think he's itching to make a move. I think he's going to wait until the trade deadline and sell what he can for whatever he can. And then, you know, and that'll be that. But I just, I don't think he's itching to make, unless someone blows his socks off. Right. Uh, Unless, you know, and I know everybody up in 
Ottawa is like, oh, Ottawa needs a defenseman. Oh, they have cap space. Oh, well. Yeah, okay. That, let's, you know. What? Yes, give I us Nor- like Norris, Stitzlin, a first back for her. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep you here. Yeah. Oh, boy. They'll, yep. they'll, uh, they'll need a new arena for sure because they will burn it down if that happens. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I think this is the, this is a huge nothing story. Gotcha. I, I, I when I presented it to you guys earlier, it's like, oh, really? That's, that's what we got. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't. And again, like we said, Carlson has a full no move, so it's yeah. He, he, if he's me. going somewhere, he's going to be, he's going to decide where he's going. It's going to limit what he can do. But I just, I don't think like. I think the Sharks have made their bet on that one and they're going to lay in it and it's going to be a while. Yeah. So that's where I think we, they stand at this point. Uh, Carlson's not going to go anywhere uh, unless no. something happens. You, like I said, someone would have to blow my career socks off. Or Jonathan Becker says, I hate Ikea. I mean, I don't know. So, uh, with that, we will get out of here. And I'm totally kidding, Jonathan Becker. If you're watching, I I I know you probably like the Swedish meatballs more than anything else. So, uh, in case you missed anything or you want to watch this again, check us out on TealTownUSA.com or your favorite podcatcher, uh, as listed there between Apple, Google, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart, Odyssey. SoundCloud, of course, always available at tealtownusa.com. And of course, check us out on the replay if you missed anything. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. Notify you when we do go on the air next time. And of course, leave a comment down below. Would you want Eric Carlson traded? I don't think so. I And I just bought his jersey today. He's like, come on, guys. No, don't do this to me. You know, so here, really quick. I mean, this looks pretty sharp on here. Uh, I know I'm not exactly the greatest model in the world, but uh, these are going to look pretty sweet, I think, uh, next Friday night. There you go. We're already American Thanksgiving. Holy crap. Where did the time go? I don't know. It's nice. I dig it. (laughs) So, Ian, your final thoughts and where people can find you? uh final thoughts i have really nothing exciting to say really um when the shark's too good it's good he's at ian blogs hockey i'm at bucket 14 on the twitter and the instagram we're at a loss for words when when the sharks win it seems like but but stick around folks uh check us out on the youtube channel hit that subscribe button down below uh we will be back with you on thursday night as the sharks take on their a long time Rival, although it doesn't seem like it's been a rivalry for about a dozen years or so, the Detroit Red Wings, uh, a team I think the Sharks aspire to be down the road. They've been on a good run so far. We No, enough trying to be the Red Wings. Like That's the one thing that, with Doug Wilson <laughs> gone, that we can just never discuss again. We'll never try to be the Red Wings ever again. Fair point, fair point. All right. So check us out following the game on Thursday. Myself and Dana will be here breaking that one down. Ian, as always, thank you very much, my friend. 
Yeah, I'll follow us on Twitter tomorrow during the Barracuda game, and I'm sure I'll have all kinds of silly things to say. And absolutely, you know what? And Ian, you've been killing it, bud, with your uh, with your CUDA recaps and such and tweets. So, uh, stick taps to you, my friend. Uh, really appreciate what you've been doing with the uh, Barracuda. Um, but I think now it's time for us to go to bed. So, yep. Thanks for watching. We appreciate each and every one of you. Um, Randy Hahn, if you are watching, don't burn that money, Ty. That is that that was looking sharp tonight. Until Thursday night, keep it real, keep it teal, keep it real teal. Have a great night, everyone. We'll see you following Sharks and Red Wings.